defeated Thomas Jefferson in the election of 1796, the losing party has conceded defeat and moved on. That happened even after elections that were won by the squeakiest of margins, Kennedy versus Nixon, Carter versus Ford, Bush versus Gore. This sacred tradition is being called into question for the first time in our history. The villains are winning battle after battle against President Trump. He and his aides are the target of several congressional investigations, illegal leaks by the deep state, daily lashings by the media, and special counsel Robert Mueller, who is examining charges of obstruction of justice. Much of Washington clearly views Mr. Mueller as their agent to rid the country of a president they despise, writes the Wall Street Journal. Every political and social incentive in that city will press Mr. Mueller to oblige, but you cannot topple a duly elected president based merely on innuendo or partisan distaste without doing great harm to democracy. There are villains on both sides of the political divide. Those on the left want to impeach Trump. Those on the right, people in his own party who are disloyal to Trump, want to invoke the 25th Amendment to the Constitution, under which the cabinet would remove the president and replace him with Vice President Mike Pence. Either course of action would amount to a coup d'etat. I wrote this book because the time is getting short to stop the villains from overthrowing our president. If you want to join the effort to prevent the villains from destroying our democracy, then this book, more than a year in the making and based on never-before-published information, is your essential guide. Prologue, The Obama Whisperer Christmas time, 2016. I was having dinner in the White House when Susan Rice came in and gave me a dirty look. Susan is ferociously competitive, and it galled her that I'd been invited to have dinner with the Obamas while she'd been asked for coffee and dessert. The speaker was a close friend of the president's consigliere, Valerie Jarrett. She had invited him to join Barack and Michelle Obama in the family dining room, and he was recalling the moment toward the end of the evening when Susan Rice, the national security adviser, joined the group. Though she arrived as the dinner plates were being cleared away, Rice was actually the prime focus of the evening. She was there to unveil a plan to sabotage President-elect Donald Trump even before he had a chance to assume office. Susan is an abrasive character, Jarrett's friend said but she's been with Barack from the beginning of his political rise, and he trusted her. Michelle had a completely different take on Susan. She thought Susan was careless and reckless, a lousy advocate for the president, and she blamed Susan for a lot of things, including the clumsy way she handled Benghazi and the Bo Bergdahl prisoner exchange, which made the president look bad. Michelle didn't want to have to sit through an entire dinner with Susan, he continued, so she asked Valerie to invite her for coffee and dessert. Michelle wanted to make sure Barack understood the risk he was running if he went along with Susan's scheme to cripple Trump. Obama knew what Rice was doing. He knew she had asked the National Security Agency to unmask or disclose the names of several Trump campaign associates who were mentioned or whose conversations were captured in intelligence intercepts of Russian officials. He knew Rice wanted him to sign orders, permitting the National Security Agency to lower the security classification of these intercepts and disseminate the unmasked names to 16 other intelligence agencies, 
allowing hundreds of people throughout the government to have access to the names of Trump's campaign aides appearing in The Intercepts. And he knew Rice wanted to encourage leaks to The Washington Post and The New York Times, accusing Trump and his campaign of colluding with Russian President Vladimir Putin in the American presidential election. What he didn't know was what Valerie Jarrett, whose powerful hold over the president had earned her the nickname the Obama Whisperer, thought of this political intrigue. Her opinion invariably guided his own, and this time around, the stakes couldn't have been higher. If Rice's plot succeeded, that is, if it could be proved that Trump had colluded with Putin during the campaign, or, later, if it could be proved that he had tried to prevent an investigation into such collusion, Trump would likely face charges of impeachment. On the other hand, if Rice's plot failed, that is, if Trump could prove that Obama...